0: an 87th Precinct bonus episode. This is the bonus episode for the book Fuzz, which if you listened to our main episode, I'm assuming you did, otherwise why would you be listening to this? You will have heard it discussing, awarding a grand total of 83 police shields, so it's a good un. and we talked about its comic nature, we talked about its relationship to the real world of New York City in the late 60s. And we didn't talk at all about the book covers, because we saved that for now. And as you will have heard Steve-O announce, because I'm going to leave that in the edit... Good. The, ...the the huffing is about to commence. But, well, you know what, let's get the huffing out of the way, Steve-O, before we describe the covers. Well,
1: I'm fearful of huffing my book, because my book is literally falling to pieces. As is yours.
0: Yes. We, well, we. So they've good. got the
1: same one, so I wonder whether there was actually an issue in the... Um, The factory where these were produced because mine's in terrible condition.
0: You better take a a ginger sniff of it.
1: Shall we huff a broken page or a. Well, I don't know if that would make a difference. I'm going to huff chapter seven, which is coming out.
0: He went in delicately, like a powerful probe.
1: Like acidic.
0: Acidic. I suspect mine would probably smell exactly the same. Well, let me have a smell. There we go.
1: Uh, yeah, yours is just, is just the same. Ooh, yours seems odourless a bit.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, Morgan's got a pan copy, slightly different yeah. edition to, uh, to ours. Perhaps Steve would like to stick to his beak in that.
1: Yeah. A bit too. Um, oh,
0: he gone for a third. Perfumey, so that, that one. <laughs> Oh, it's sealed with a loving kiss. It yeah. is. <laughs> so I think
1: my mine's got the. Uh, uh, well, ours have got the same cover then.
0: Yeah. So in terms of of what we've got, we've we've all got pan editions. Mine is listed as nineteen. This edition published nineteen seventy. It says seventh printing nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, seventy nine. Uh, sixth printing nineteen seventy seven. Mm-hmm. So Morgan's is yeah a couple of years before. It. Mine and Steve-O's have got the the gold band McBain logo, the shiny gold band. But it's we are the funny thing is, you said both our copies are falling apart. And we've got so this, they have the, the same both, the same discoloration. Dear, yeah, same discolored <laughs> line down the side of the cover, and the name of the book on the side is very, very faded.
1: And we've got the same naff picture of a gun that somebody's dropped on a beach, <laughs> by the looks of it, which I don't understand. But there you go.
0: Well, I, we, we're assuming that's supposed to be snow, but I agree it does look quite granular.
1: I reckon that is definitely washing powder.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's quite
1: plausible. Quite that's probably later. a trick
0: by the art designer.
1: So somebody's had a total nightmare, got back from the supermarket, dropped their... Massive box of persil. Yeah, or daz or something like that, and then thought, right... And then I need to dro- go murder somebody now. <laughs> Maybe there's a knock at the door and you think it's flipping Shane, what's his name, the Daz Man. Um, Shane, what's his name, the Daz Man? You know, off the adverts. Shane Ritchie? Yeah, Shane Ritchie, knocking on the door, knock, knock. And you get your gun out and then you drop it on. And then you stand, the Footprint. <laughs> And then go and answer the door and it's not even Shane For the Ritchie. benefit
0: of our overseas so, listeners, You know, <laughs> Shane the Ritch-
1: madness is subdued <laughs> at that stage.
0: Shane Ritchie is a, a TV presenter and actor and I'm sure all over the world they've done it, the doorstep challenge for mm-hmm. would you try this, your white's whiter with Daz or Purcell or whatever it is.
1: And you're like, no, I won't because yeah. I've dropped it all over the floor <laughs> and I was just about to shoot you. I See, you know, I was
0: extrapolated wildly. Now no, I've got powder all over in me gun and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah meets point ah! thirty-eights full of fabric <sighs> conditioner.
1: So there we go. That's what I think's playing out there. And you've different different text arrangements but same picture
2: yeah although the uh, powder does look a little bit more snow-like on mine yours definitely does um, which is useful
1: there's a uh, grey-green
2: my edition's held up rather better on the whole I think Uh, you know, 60p well spent back in
0: 1977 I think oh these were 80p these ones Uh, yeah
2: someone got ripped
1: off saw you come in I paid
0: £1 for mine I paid one pound for mine, and it's one of the ones Ooh, that was, that's still ex-libris to D. Llewellyn Hodge. Nice. I think it's the last of my Llewellyn Hodge books that I got. Clearly, a job uh, lot was sold. Any price in yours, Morgan? Uh, no, alas, in black. No. So, anyone's guess. Right. Well, for the for huffing's done with. The huffing's done with. So we'll just have a little review of the. Ooh, like the original the covers.
1: Old, the old covers. So look at those. Oh, I like that. That red one looks amazing. Jesus, look at that. It's pretty dynamic, isn't it? There's a picture of a a burning homeless person.
0: So the That's, double day hardcover in America is a police like telephone stand with the word fuzz scribbled on it in graffiti. Oh right, I was just hmm. looking at that,
1: thinking, what on earth's that? That one looks pretty cool, actually.
0: That's the Hamish Hamilton edition. Ooh, oh, what, all with the clockwork thing. So. Yeah, it's a, a policeman with his shadow, and you can see the silhouette of a key in his back, Which, as if he's. That's a,
1: what the, do, the deaf man. Wind says him about him up the letting paint, them up and let them go. Yeah. yeah, wind them up. Absolutely. Yeah, they look pretty really good. That, yeah. that red one looks. It looks like a a movie poster for like full starring Roger Moore or something like that. Roger Moore if only. Steve Carella. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, that's one. I imagine yeah. some um, yeah some good ones there. And the original pan edition in the UK was one of the three that were just published with a picture of a smoking gun and no other context, which we've discussed before in the last couple of books as well. Mm. I think they move on from that design after this one. Oh, wow. Yeah, so <coughs> Steve-O's looking at the Signet edition, which is the first mm. US paperback edition. And the Signet ones are pretty good on their sort of painted and and... and illustrative covers rather than graphic design in this case as he says someone being set on fire
1: yeah no, it's a bit movie postery like
0: well it? on the subject of movie postering
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of people have got this edition oh. by the way i'll put all these photos up onto our instagram feed the edition i'm now oh. showing people oh, is the oh. movie tie in edition which i'm sure many of you have got
1: yeah, yeah that, that's the, that's the poster i remember yeah now, when I said I wanted to watch the film before...
2: I think when I said, uh, carry on the 87th Precinct, I just, <laughs> was just referring to its general kind of 70s sauciness. Yeah. It's very saucy.
0: So the, the film tie-in edition is a reproduction of the movie poster, <laughs> which plays out much more comic than the actual film yeah. is itself. And in fact, plays off the notion of Burt Reynolds having done that that nude centrefold spread in... What was it, Cosmopolitan or Playmate or something Oh, like that. Or, right. Or Playmate, Playgirl <laughs> or whatever. I don't know Lots. what those magazines are. And Raquel Welch is pictured in some sort of weird... Barbarella? Barbarella kind of outfit. Of naturally, yeah. Which... Uh, is that... But she wasn't Barbarella, was she? No. But she's yeah. dressed as Barbarella in this picture where she's supposed to be a policewoman. And who knew
1: that they'd foreseen nuns on the run?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's got a bit of that, hasn't it, about yeah. it?
1: Well, yes. blimey, that looks amazing.
0: What the hell's Yul Brynner doing there? He's having a glass of champagne.
1: <laughs> which I'm at liberty
0: to confirm does happen in the film. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah, there's an interesting range of covers for this one, but I do like the, the film. The best thing about the design is the logo for the word it fuzz, is which is done as a, as a pistol type thing. <laughs> but, yeah, it's pretty ludicrous. That looks. They've, they've got the colour of the paint that they're painting the precinct wrong as I well. I know.
1: The precinct Shocking room, room bright red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Imagine. Anyway, there we go. Those are the book covers. But what I did say what I'd save for this is our little bit of what happened in 1968. Because we had so much to talk about in the main thing. We've dealt with the carry on film. It was Carry On Up the car. Su- first
1: guess after Carry after On the Typewriter one. or whatever it. Carry On Typewriter. <laughs> well,
0: it was. <laughs> suitcase. <laughs> I think you said cadaver. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Don't get typewriters and cadavers confused. <laughs> Do you want to have a bash at the top five in the UK and the US around the time this book was published?
2: Um, let's I'll, say... If it
0: helps you, uh, I'll give you the actual date. It's Well, the copyright date was the 13th of September 1968, so we're in the back end of 68. Um, Lady Madonna? No. No. The out. But it is a Beatles number one in the UK. Ooh.
1: Uh, um, 68, 68. It wants to be something like. Um, it's all gone quiet. <laughs> was it? Uh, was it on an album as well, or a, no? Is it something like? Uh, there was
0: a compilation album made bearing its name.
1: Was it Yellow Submarine? No. Was that a Magical Mystery Tour?
0: No, it was on Yellow Submarine. Oh right. <laughs> Clues in the name. I did. No. Uh, the best and most bizarre clue I could give you to this, if I didn't want to just give it away, is that when this single was released, Paul McCartney, in attempting to advertise it, wrote its name in big letters on the window of Apple Boutique, and offended a group of people, let us say, by <laughs> in it, its hey Jude. Oh, ah. hey Jude, yeah. So without any of thought to the to the, the how the Jewish community might receive the words Hey Jude written on shop windows in a uh. way not dissimilar to the way they've <laughs> been insulted in Germany, you know, prior hey, to yeah. all the horrors. Oops. Yeah. Anything else? What do you reckon? Oh who would yeah. be around
2: sixty eight? Um, uh, sorry Suzanne by the Hollies. That no, would have tried no, in sixty eight.
0: Uh, Magic Bus by the Who? That's probably somewhere, but ah, we could be here forever. Not doing very well, Let yeah. me give you a rundown on the UK Top 5. Hey Jude by The Beatles. I've Got to Get a Message to You by The Bee Gees. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know that song. I've, I've just got, got, got to, get to get a message to you. Oh, it's like I'm there.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. All that nonsense. That was good. I liked that. <laughs> Serenaded. Hopefully, by the time we finish this podcast... Someone will be able to go back over it, extract all the moments where we've sung little songs <laughs> and make a special remix. <laughs> number three was Do It Again by the Beach Boys. Oh, amazing. Good song. It's a number four, I Say a Little Prayer by Aretha Franklin, a mm-hmm. classic. Yep. And number five is Hold Me Tight by Johnny Nash. Mm. I don't know that one. Mm, oh, do I? In the US, it number one was People Got to Be Free by The Rascals. I draw a blank. Yeah, never really caught on over here. I don't think the rascals particularly. What sort of thing were they? I think sort of like, like blue-eyed soul kind of stuff. Okay, I think, yeah. as far enough. as I'm aware. Number two was "Born to Be Wild" by Steppenwolf. Oh,
2: Cracking,
0: big motorbikes <laughs>
2: and stuff, heavy metal, thunder, and all that.
0: Yeah. Number three was "Light My Fire" by Jose Feliciano. Jose Feliciano. <laughs> I probably prefer his version. Number four was called Harper Valley PTA by Jeannie C. Riley. Oh, it's No, uh, it rings a vague
2: bell, but I, I, I'm not gonna say anything about it in case I'm misremembering.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> and number five was Hello I Love You by the Doors. Oh yeah. Okay. Night films and TV from nineteen sixty-eight. Any any thoughts? <laughs> Uh, I can give you a clue, there's something that's still repeated a lot in the UK, is one of the things that starts in '68.
1: What TV? Yeah. What uh, uh, series? Yeah. Repeated a lot. Dad's Army? Yes, Dad's Army.
0: <laughs> still regularly the only comedy that gets in the sort of top 10 viewing figures in the UK, <laughs> despite the fact it started in 1968 and ended only a few years later. It is brilliant, Dad's Army. Mm, it's very good. It is. One of my favourite films came out in 1968. And in fact, we are, I'm sat... Oh, right I was going right to say, 2,000 Warner the... Space Odyssey. Yeah. I knew that before
1: you gave that clue.
0: Yeah. A couple of Hammer films. A couple of very good Hammer films. Oof,
1: right. 68.
0: Uh, are we at Plague of the Zombies yet? I'm uh, not quite at Plague of the Zombies, <laughs> I don't think. I
1: think it was Dracula Has Risen from the Grave was 1968. It certainly was. <laughs> Um, which is quite... I think that's one of the ones where Dracula has virtually no lines. Um, He's tired from all that grave rising. There's lots of staring goes on in that one. Uh, and then what What? would the other one be? Uh, 68.
0: Yeah, Plague of Zombies or... Uh, I mean, Plague of Zombies might have been out. I didn't spot it in my researches, but... It might uh, what other one... <laughs> One of
1: the franchise, one of the series ones, or a standalone?
0: Standalone, I think. Ooh. Ooh. One of the better known ones. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Going a bit. Uh... <laughs> I just <can't> <laughs> oh, just tell us.
0: Uh, Devil Rides Out. Oh, of oh, course, oh, yes, great.
1: of course, yeah. Mm. That's on Telly a lot, that film, actually. It's really good, that.
0: That's probably one of the best standalone ones, isn't it? It's got. Uh, Patrick Mower from Emmerdale in it <laughs> <laughs> but another another good uh, horror film from this year not a hammer one is Witchfinder General oh yeah. brilliant no.
2: also Night of the Living Dead
0: Night of the Living Dead comes out yeah so very significant American so oh. you zombie film you've got boss
1: horror films and Steppenwolf you can time you things, feel things are moving on we're heading yeah. towards
0: the 70s aren't yeah. we
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah Witchfinder General is an amazing film like really Pretty low budget, boys. Who wants mm, to do a Vincent
0: Price me. impression?
1: <laughs> 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 Matthew, Huff, Matthew Matthew Hopkins, witchfinder general. Is that Vincent jo- Price the Muppet Hey, John. <laughs> no, John John Steed. <laughs> what's his opera called? He's uh, all murdering.
0: Matthew. St- no, it's no, he called John 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 Steed. John, John Steed no. from the Avengers. No, <laughs> he's opera. Ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Price!
1: Mmm, my, my, no, that's my, my <laughs> name, my name is Matthew, Matthew Hopkins, Witchfinder General.
0: My name is Matthew Hopkins. <laughs> He's brilliant. He brilliant sounds,
1: sounds almost identical to that.
0: It was very good <laughs> to all of those. Yeah. Um, Planet of the Apes came out in 1968.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> great. I'm going to find. I'm fa- currently finding the name. I'm sure he's called John Steed. Well, um, he has an opera who does all his, um, well, not all his murdering, but quite a bit of his um, dirty work. His dirty work,
0: yeah. Rosemary's Baby. That's another oh, yeah, psychological horror. Oh, yeah, it was a heck of a year for
1: one of my sort of creepy yeah, stuff. Yeah, like game-changing f- horror movies. One yeah. of my faves. That.
0: What else comes out? Oh, a real well. Talking about horror films. John Stern, you see. John John, Stern. John Stern. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, Yeah, well, can you imagine, though, of all these horror films, which are very good, some of these are very scary, can you imagine anything more terrifying than a car with a mind of its own? (gasps) Herbie is the love book. Oh, right. Terrifying. I seem to remember it's got a very cool theme tune, the Herbie films. they sort of cheeky flutes and things. Imagine if, uh,
1: yeah. imagine if um, Vincent Price was in Herbie. <laughs> Why is this car driving itself? <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Herbie?
2: <laughs> what are you doing?
0: <laughs> uh. oh, I think we might have to invite Vincent Price back onto the uh. podcast. Right, let's see. Derby
1: Witchfinder General. <laughs> <laughs> driving around.
0: <laughs> driving around East Anglia. <laughs> a load of firewood in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. That was a crossover event of the century,
1: that. <laughs> oh dear me driving around East Anglia in a Volkswagen Beetle during a civil war <laughs>
0: oh. Oh,
1: Lord almighty oh god he's here again <laughs> you
0: hear him coming from miles away <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me I don't know we can move on from no. this or whether we should I will try I will try uh, in terms of comedy films the odd couple uh, oh, yeah. comes out of which the TV series later stars Jack Klugman of Quincy fame. Indeed, in oh. the Walter Matthau role. Yes, I, I believe guess. so. And the film Inspector Clouseau comes oh. out. Oh, yeah. Though it doesn't star Peter Sellers. Uh, it wasn't directed oh. by Blake Edwards, and the music wasn't by Henry Mancini, so. Oh, I never
1: knew. I never knew there was a.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten who it was he they got into. Uh, do you know what? I was so unimpressed, I didn't even write it down. I, it, it crops on TV occasionally
2: and I occasionally consider watching it and then think, no. <laughs>
1: so, well, so they just remade the film or just they, they it bombed just, so much they thought, oh, we'll just I, do another because nobody will ever notice. I, I think they just tried to continue the series.
0: I think basically at the time, none of, none of them, the people who'd done the original, particularly Peter Sellers, were interested mm-hmm. in doing it. Though I think he returned to it after this, didn't he? Uh, yeah, and he, was it before a shot in the dark, possibly? Yeah. Something like that, I think. Right, let's get on the politics and infrastructure. Oh, infrastructure. Or,
1: yeah.
0: Well, here's an interesting one. It was 1968 when London Bridge was sold.
1: Oh, right. Oh, which
0: I still find a very strange bizarre, thing to comprehend. It? So, it,
1: sold it to that guy in...
0: Yeah, which state's it in? I can't remember. It's in... Has he gone to Texas somewhere? I don't know, Arizona. Arizona, Arizona, yeah. So basically, this guy called Robert P. McCulloch bought the old London London Bridge, which is going to be demolished. So they build a new one, mm. and there was all. There's this myth yeah, that, he, that he, he, he wanted to buy Tower Bridge, and he, he instead got the rather boring. But he said, "No, I knew what I was buying."
1: <laughs> yeah, because it was like incredibly old, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, um. it's, it's
0: still there now. It's in in where it was installed in mm. in Arizona. But I think we all need to have possibly a moment's silence because something we all, I think, genuinely love quite a lot is uh, steam engines. Oh,
1: right, yeah. So what could the sadness be it about steam it engines? Be, it would have been the last steam services, I would think.
0: Yeah, the last British Rail steam service. Liverpool
1: Lime Street to Carlisle. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's a sort of local thing here. It's, it's our local mainline station is Liverpool Lime Street. And that's the last service... Pulled out of there, went to Carlisle, and that was it for steam in the know. UK, mm. which is I find very sad. But it's it isn't, it. I understand yeah. the the need to move forward with, with better technology. Yeah, but it's flipping f- heck. Funny
2: because um, a lot of other countries did keep steam services going for a lot longer, didn't they? I think certainly in Germany, they had. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it's you could get bogged down in the circumstances that led to the sort of changing of the the rail infrastructure Indeed. and the ultimate death of steam in, in the UK but yeah so anyway yeah. oh and the M1 was completed All right, motorway fans <laughs> in 1968 what else have we got oh Thames Valley Police was formed
1: Oof. oh well that's we're currently missing uh, uh, the new uh, yeah. episode of Inspector Endeavor Inspector Morse connection
0: yeah the Beatles created Apple Records which was a you know, I could talk about for for ages, mm-hmm. but was one of those lovely sort of hippyish ideas that they would share their wealth with anyone who wanted to create, and it turned into an absolute financial disaster. <laughs> Never quite went away, and has come back as a sensible way of managing their interests. But for a long time, <laughs> could have been one of the absolute follies of all sort of pop star yeah. tales. The, the I mean, two of the main things that happen in sort of politics in well in the world really in in, in the US in 1968, uh, Martin Luther King gets shot, and not long after that, Robert F Kennedy gets shot as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're so high profile and things like the obviously JFK was the st- early in the 60s mm. and that was very significant because there's lots of footage of it happening and all that sort of stuff and the, and the fallout after that everything's covered. It's just like there's a sort of weird strand of ways of dealing with him, so if you're in opposition to something I don't mean official opposition, but if you oppose something, mm. that you just literally go and shoot the person yeah. So instead of mo- talking about that anymore, let's move on to Do we know who won Super Bowl Two? Um, Packers. Yeah, Green Bay Packers beat the Oakland Raiders 33-14 in a game that I'm sure was much more interesting than Super Bowl 53, which just happened.
2: Is it n- not, not a particularly... Well, I,
0: Yeah, I'm awaiting the string of people telling me, but defensive games are good.
2: I, I I didn't even hear anything about the actual game. All I heard was lots of people grumbling about Marine 5, which is fair enough, because I would have grumbled about Marine 5 as
1: well. I, uh, yeah, I'd that off in my... Uh... House. You chose wisely, yeah. I'm sure. We we'll listened to some Neil Young instead. We we definitely, it was about 30am or, <laughs> or wherever it was by then.
0: Oh yeah, but uh, in terms of low scoring games, in the FA Cup in the UK, West Brom beat Everton 1-0. Mm. And that's all the information I've got. That's everything that happened in 1968. There, was, is. there is no more. Museum. Yeah,
1: <laughs> And there was that amazing episode of Ironside as well, wasn't there? <laughs> if you remember that?
0: Oh Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, one thing that uh, I know Steve O and I have discussed at some point, um, Ooh, because we are still getting asked about who you would cast oh, in the 87th right, yeah. precinct. So, something that we might do in future episodes is try and tackle this a bit more formally. Okay. Well, as formal as this ever gets. So I think one of so our more when missions... we want to answer from yeah.
1: your uh, next podcast on who uh, no.
0: Well, I think what we should do next podcast, and I put this out as a call to all our listeners for their suggestions as well. Is we should finally nail down when we're setting it. If we're going to cast a mm-hmm. our ideal cast for an eighty seventh precinct adaptation, we should try and nail down the which, the, which decade? the parameters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I've talked about like in the seventies as an idea because it's perhaps the right balance of technology against, you know, yeah. attitudes, the life of the city, and things like that. Yeah, because if we're going to
1: do it the fifties when it starts, then that might influence our casting, might it? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, so we're right. going to think about that, and that's something we'll come back to in future.
1: And then we ab- thought we episodes. would take a, a character at a time. That's a good plan. Maybe one. leading up to the main. Yeah. Um,
0: so we'll start with some of the. Smaller but still important players in in the in the drama, as it were, mm. rather than going straight in with Corella. Yeah, and yeah, we'll tra- we'll tackle it. We'll try and come up with a well perhaps not a consensus I don't think that's ever going to be arrived at but we'll we'll certainly start to have a look at it I've got one or two ideas and some of them have been inspired by things people have said on, on Twitter things from left field that I would mm-hmm. never have thought of so we will need your help and we will try and give yeah. you enough warning that you can contribute and help us out with this uh, challenge but it can,
1: so, be, it can be like the um, a bridge too far or murder on the Orient Express an all star cast yeah um, the, with Peter off, obviously and Steve Carella
0: <laughs> I think we should yeah I think it's going to be <laughs> dream casting whether they're alive or dead I think it's yeah. probably probably the way to go for it and then perhaps we can also do a if we manage it we can also do a potential alive cast <laughs> as well, <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> but who knows we'll probably get two weeks into it and then someone will announce that they're actually making it and it'll <laughs> ruin everything for us yeah. and they'll get it wrong of course they will yeah well Who knows? I wait for the telegram inviting us to visit the set. Telegram? Yeah, it's bound to be a telegram. I don't know what year it is. What year is this? (laughs) I woke up and Vincent Price was driving a VW Beetle (laughs) around. (laughs) 17th century Suffolk. 17th century Suffolk. Say that six times fast. Don't. You'll hurt yourself. Do you know what? I think that's enough for this bonus episode. We've given you fair warning. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everyone.
2: Fairly well.